Hello and welcome back to Endopod. If you're new here, hi, this is Hepsi Xavier and I'm a third year medical student. Welcome to Endopod's revision series. Each episode will cover revision material for those preparing for exams or even just for those who are interested in learning the basics of endocrinology. covering multiple endocrine neoplasia type 1, otherwise known as MEN1. There is also MEN2A and 2B, but we will be focusing on MEN1, the common signs and symptoms, how it is diagnosed and what treatment options are available. MEN1 is an inherited condition categorised by benign tumours found in the endocrine glands within the body. The most common tumours associated with MEN1 are pituitary adenomas, pancreatic tumours and parathyroid hyperplasia. While these tumours are benign, there is an associated increased risk of malignancy and therefore life expectancy in those with MEN1 is only 55 years for males and 47 years for females. Non-endocrine tumours can also occur with this condition, which include lipomas, meningiomas and limiomas. MEN1 occurs in approximately 1 in 30,000 people with an equal sex, ethnic group and racial distribution. The MEN1 gene is found on the long arm of chromosome 11 and encodes the protein MENIN. This protein acts as a tumour suppressor which when mutated leads to a failure to suppress tumour formation in endocrine glands. Inheritance of the condition is autosomal dominant and there is usually an extensive family history due to the high penetrance of the mutation and a child of someone with MEN1 has a 50% chance of inheriting the condition. MEN1 gene mutations are found in the majority of individuals, around 70-95% to with MEN1, and most people are diagnosed before the age of 40. The symptoms experienced by individuals are often due to the hormonal oversecretion and localised pressure effects. We will now go over the three most common endocrine tumours found in MEN1 and the symptoms associated with each. Primary hyperparathyroidism is seen in nearly 100% of those with MEN1 by the age of 50 and is usually the first manifestation of the disease. Usually all parathyroid glands are enlarged, leading to symptoms of hypercalcemia. These symptoms of hypercalcemia are remembered by the mnemonic painful bones, renal stones, abdominal groans and psychic moans. The mnemonic refers to the increased risk of bone pain and fractures, renal calculi, abdominal pain and memory problems. The most common pituitary tumours are prolactinomas, resulting in hypogonadism, reduction of libido, impotence, gynecomastia and amenorrhea. There can be symptoms experienced due to localised compression effects caused by the prolactinoma, including headache and visual disturbances, particularly bitemporal hemianopia due to the compression of the optic chiasm. Small pancreatic adenomas are common and it is advised that those with MEN1 are screened by blood testing to detect early cancerous changes of the pancreatic tumours. Overproduction of gastrin by the pancreas can cause diarrhoea and stomach ulcers and overproduction of insulin can lead to the presentations of hypoglycemia. On examination of these patients, there may be subcutaneous lipomas and angiofibromas as well.
Diagnosis of MEN1 is usually by the presence of two or more endocrine tumours, measuring hormone levels and a positive family history. Genetic testing is possible for at-risk individuals and to detect cases at an earlier age to improve morbidity and mortality. Mutation carriers who are deemed high-risk are enrolled into cancer screening programmes. Those with MEN1 often have to attend regular blood tests for IGF-1, fasting glucose, prolactin and insulin from the age of 10 years and also albumin-corrected calcium levels, MRI brain scans, CT abdomen and chest and regular blood tests for gastrin and glucagon. Hormone levels are closely monitored and scans are every few years in order to detect cancerous tumours at an early stage. Treatment for MEN1 is largely surgical and is most efficient when performed before benign tumours become cancerous. Parathyroidectomy usually involves removing 7 or 8 of the parathyroid glands, the latter known as a total parathyroidectomy. The patients are then required to take daily vitamin D and calcium supplements for the rest of their life to prevent hypocalcemia. Chemotherapy and radiation are not generally used, but some pharmacological agents commonly prescribed include PPIs to prevent gastric ulcers and somatostatin analogues before resection to shrink pituitary tumours. Patients with MEN1 can also have Zollinger-Ellison syndrome, which is a disease causing the formation of gastrinomas in the stomach and pancreas. About 25-30% to 30 of cases are associated with MEN1, and although Zollinger-Ellison syndrome is rare, only occurring in 1 out of 1 million people, excess acid production due to increased gastrin production can result in peptic ulcers and an increased cancer risk, so monitoring is important. So in this episode of Endopod, we have reviewed the condition of multiple endocrine neoplasia type 1, which is an inherited condition categorized by tumors in the pituitary gland, pancreas, and parathyroid hyperplasia. This often manifests as hypercalcemia, and parathyroid hormone insulin and prolactin levels can be elevated. Diagnosis is confirmed by the presence of tumors in two or more endocrine glands, a positive family history, and abnormal levels of hormones. These individuals are screened rigorously potential associated cancers and the mainstay treatment option is surgical resection of tumours and parathyroid glands. After total parathyroidectomy, patients require lifelong vitamin D and calcium supplementation. I hope you have enjoyed this week's episode and thank you for listening in. Please like and share this podcast with all your friends and colleagues and of course I always welcome any feedback. Before I go, I want to say a big thank you to Jade Kirsten, one of our event coordinators who contributed to the making of this episode. Stay safe and happy. This is Hepsi Xavier signing off.